Welcome to the Marketing for Startups podcast. If you're trying to figure out marketing for your startup, then you're in the right place. In this podcast, we go high level, looking at the intersection of branding, data, and leadership to offer you a marketing playbook to grow and scale. Join me each week for in-depth interviews, tactical advice, and practical trainings. Hi, I'm your host, Victoria Hajar, veteran marketer and startup enthusiast. I promise to bring my experience and curiosity to each episode Then together, we'll peel back the onion on this ever-changing discipline that is marketing. I'm so happy you're here. Let's dive in. Hey, guys. We've made it to 2023. It is a really exciting time, but I think it's also a time of a lot of change and hopefully a lot of opportunities. And so with this, I thought it would be really cool to talk about vision because I think it's something that I encourage everyone in my life, like from my husband and my kids to my clients and my teams to reconnect with the vision, the vision that we have for our businesses, the vision that we have for our lives before doing the planning for the year. And hopefully you went through that process. But I don't know about you, this year especially, I've been very conscious of holding on to that vision. So that's what we're going to talk about today. So how do we create our vision? What is a vision? Like, what is a vision in the terms that I'm talking about? And so I actually wanted to walk you through an exercise that was developed by a business consultant, like a famous business consultant, coach, business leader, an author named Cameron Harold. And he wrote a book called Vivid Vision. And the subtitle is A Remarkable Tool for Aligning Your Business Around a Shared Vision for the Future. So I think in personal development, if you're into that, there's a lot of talk about how we create our reality and why it's really important to have an idea of what we want out of life and the people that we wanna be. And there's vision board practices and journaling and all of this stuff that I think are super powerful and they're things that I geek out on and love doing for my own life. But in Carol uh, Cameron Harold's book, and what I wanna talk to you about today is what that means for your business. So I think a lot of times, we get so caught up in different opportunities or different creative ideas that it can be a real struggle to stay connected to the vision you have for your company and also making sure that everything that you're working on, like any tasks or any goals that you make, any project, any partnerships that you are engaging in actually link back to that vision, that vivid, hopefully very vivid vision that you have for the kind of business you want to create and the kind of life that you want to have as a founder. And I think that there's, when we go through this exercise, I'm going to walk you through in today's episode, what you'll find is having that clear vision, that clarity for yourself, but bringing it forth into your daily life is so useful because it helps you to understand what to say yes to and what to say no to. So let's talk about the how. 
how do we develop a vision? So, you know, I think there's a slight difference between kind of our goals, like our revenue goals, which a lot of us have our business goals kind of waterfall down from the revenue goals. And practically, that's really important, right? You need to understand how much revenue you need to be profitable, how much revenue you want, right, in your business in order to kind of be able to build the team or do the things that you want to do. But in this practice, and this is a practice that's designed for like CEOs and founders of large organizations. That's kind of the audience for this. So I don't want you to think this is kind of like a little self-development tool. This is a, this is a concept that even the biggest organizations like the Coca-Cola's and the Google world will go through, right? So how do we create this vision, this vivid vision? So essentially you want to just have like a very intentional journaling session, intentional think and it's really about bringing your ideas of what your dream business will look like in the future to the forefront. And it's not just like a touchy-feely practice because it has really practical implications. So the practice is simple. What you want to do is get a journal, right? And it's something to note. It's important to do this, I think, as a founder, for you to do this first on your own. And then you can like bring it to your teams. Or if you have a co-founder, it's a very powerful practice to kind of do this activity together and then share it with each other. And I think if founder, if co-founders did this in the earlier stages of a business and aligned in, in this practice, there'd be less like drama and trauma around just co-founderships ending poorly. So it starts with a journal. I think there's a lot of power in kind of writing with paper and pen as opposed to typing it out. But I think it's, um, you know, either whichever you connect with more, but sit down for the session, make sure you're not going to get disturbed, but take it seriously. And the first step in this process of creating your vision, vivid vision, is picking a date in the future, but way in the future. Because a lot of times when we're doing our business planning and our goal planning, we think about the year that we're planning for right? But a vivid vision takes it further. You want to look at a date that's three years and beyond. I think 10 years is a little bit far. So I think, and I I believe he recommends in the book, Cameron Harold does, picking a date that's three to five years from now. And you're going to take some time imagining that specific day. So if you've gone through a ideal client avatar, like mapping out your ideal client avatars is kind of like a similar practice, but you're doing it for yourself and your business. And so you're going to find that date in the future, right? Three to five years out. You're going to imagine like a a regular day, you know, you get up, you, you open the computer, you go into the office and you take a look at a normal day, right? In the office or in your home. And wherever you're working from, and you're going to imagine everything that happens in that day, everything that you like, what kind of, what kind of tasks are you executing? What kind of team do you have around you? What kind of partnerships do you have? What kind of 
um, programs are you running? What kind of campaigns are you running? What does your meeting look like with your financial director, right? What, how much money do you have in the bank? What kind of revenue is coming in? How many products do you have? Um, write everything in the present tense. And this is really about not what you think is possible, but really what your dream is, right? This is not a time to be practical. This is a time to, to be limitless, to think bigger than you've ever thought before, right? And the key here is to write down as many details as possible. Like, what did you have for lunch? Where do you live? Where are you working from? Um, how many hours do you work, right? Um, uh, you know, how do you feel? What are the emotions that you have as you're going through your work day? And this is really, really useful because I think a lot of us in all of our lives, we get, we get into this motion where we sort of go where the, where the tide moves us. Now, I hope that we're really thinking about our goals and we're working towards our goals, right? But it's really easy to get short-sighted um, that you're just like trying to, especially in startup world, like you're just trying to keep the lights on sometimes, right? You're just trying to get that product market fit. And it's really hard sometimes to think bigger and, and dream bigger because maybe you started your business with a big dream, but it's really freaking hard. I mean, running a business and creating your own path is so difficult that it takes intentionality to reconnect with these kind of practices. And if you're anything like me, sometimes like taking the time to do this stuff instinctively may feel like indulgent because it's fun, right? It's like fun to journal and dream. But I think we forget how important it is because when we are just looking at our to-do list and like knocking things off the task list and we are go, 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 going, we may wake up at the end of the year and realize that like we maybe got our tasks done, but like how much closer are we to our big dream that we have for our lives? And so this practice is, is really, really, it's really, really useful. And so I encourage you to do that on a regular basis. Like I, I do a silly little practice, which maybe you'll find useful which is I put like an alarm on my phone once a month to write this letter to myself about the, the vision I have for my life and for my business because it helps me to stay grounded. And every time I go through that exercise, I, at least for the next couple of days after I do it, you really feel like so focused and, and able to kind of sh cut out the BS in your task list and what you have to do. Like the, the small little whatnots that are the urgent but not important tasks. Like you have a deeper strength to be able to sort of um, pass things off or kind of get things off your list that are just not necessary because you have that, that connection to that vision and you know really what are the needle movers and what is most important. So going through this exercise, like how do you practically implement any of the things that you're writing into your business? So again, connecting with these three to five years out, it's really useful to say, okay, listen, so do, are the goals that I created really truly going to lead me to this 
big vision. Like, am I being strategic enough with the goals and the projects that I've set out for myself? And do I feel like that's really going to move me towards my goal? Like my big goal, my big dream. Again, because I'll remind you, most people just look at their revenue goals and they spill it down from there. But in this vision, this vivid vision, in the dream, it's like, it's not really just all about money, right? It's not only about revenue. It's like, what kind of support the team? Where, where are you living? What kind of traveling do you do? What kind of partnerships do you have in events and conferences and sponsorships and campaigns and all of these things do you want to be possible? And I just think that we start our businesses with these big dreams and these big visions. And then oftentimes we, we never reconnect with them. Does that make sense? Like we get, it's like the snowball starts rolling down the hill and we keep building our goals quarter after quarter, year after year, like after the snowball's already rolling down. And oftentimes, yeah, we're adding team members and everything becomes 100% revenue focus, right? Um, you know, how can we optimize and whatever, but to build the, the dream is, is maybe, just maybe, has more to do with the kind of company you're building, the kind of people you want around you, how you want to feel, how much time do you want to be working, how much, what do you want to do in your free time, right? All of this wraps in to the business you're creating because you're not just creating the business, you're also creating your own life, right? That's why you started the business in the first place. So I encourage you to like take the time to create this vision, this vivid vision for yourself. Really, as you're writing, like take moments to like close your eyes, imagine yourself as the leader. What are you wearing? You know, how are you feeling? How are you talking to your team? Again, like how big is the team? Who specifically is on the team? And why, you know, think about your products or service that you're selling, like in your dream world, what would your product look like, right? What features would it have? Because anything is possible with clarity of vision and taking those like measured steps to get, to get there. And in this time of year, I think, a really practical time of year. The kind of planning that we go through is really super practical. But how much of it is related to that dream? So I invite you to think about that this week. And I encourage you to pick up Cameron Harold's book. It's really a good one. Um, if you're anything like me, I love reading business books. Like, <laughs> I don't know why, but like management books and leadership books, like really like they're like romance novels to me. Like I'll cry, I'll laugh, I love them. Um, because I think that there's something so magical and powerful about business and entrepreneurship. I think that businesses done well, like businesses impact economies, change the world, change the environment, change economics for individuals and, and for communities. So much can be done. So much positive things in the world can happen through, through business. It's really, really exciting. And it's hard. And it's really, really 
challenging and there's always something new and no two businesses is the same as the other, right? There's no formula for anything, right? There's, there's, there's frameworks and there's, and there's logical steps that you go through with building a business, but there's so many pieces and every business is individual because of the individual founder that started it, right? Every business has a piece of you. Your business has a piece of you in it. And it says individual as the individual that created it. So don't, don't ever lose sight of your vision. And there's so many distractions. There's so many distractions for, you know, way to get revenue quickly into your business or low hanging fruit, or you're just trying to survive. But as much as you can get clarity, stick to your guns. Um, and it all takes so much longer than you think it's going to take. And I think that this is the, this is why I think the vision is so important because if you're going to build anything that has like true legs, something amazing to stand the test of time, something that could be a possible unicorn, we have to like buckle up and just settle in for a really freaking long ride. I've worked with so many founders, dozens and dozens of founders who really think that everything should happen so fast and it just doesn't. Like expect that things are gonna take not a couple months, for, for, the, for revenue to be humming, for the marketing to be working, for your sales team to understand how to sell, for your product to actually be good so people don't churn or people, you know, your CS. There's, there's so many pieces of the puzzle that keep, by the way, when, when things are working well, even when things are going well, a growing business, like they, the saying is, everything will break. All your systems and, and processes will break every six months every six months, that's normal. And I think that this is often what I see like the blind side of founders because yeah, you're often putting like so much on the line to start the business. And so, and, and so I just say, always calculate so much more time than you think for things to actually really be kicking off in the way that you think they're going to be. And I don't mean to be a bummer in that way, but I just, I just feel like the, the, the real successful businesses that I've had the privilege of being a part of understand this point, understand that it's a long-term commitment. It's not going to be like, I give it a year and see if it works or not. If you're really committed to the product, you're obsessed with with the product or the problem you're solving, which by the way, you should be if you're going to be starting a business, then just know that you're going to make it work no matter what it takes, no matter what it takes. And I'm not saying no, it's going to take forever. Like, and of course you can be hopefully finding a way to make your business profitable from day one, even if it's a little itty bitty bit of profit, right? But just proceed with caution because 
I see, I see people that, you know, they just hire up and they spend a lot of money before they have true product market fit. That's tough. I see businesses that never invest and then they, you know, don't invest properly. And then they also don't grow. So there's just balance that's needed on every single side, but the vision of you, your vision, the founder's vision and the, the passion to find the solution, no matter what is what is going to push you through the finish line, whatever that looks like for you. So I hope this is a bit of inspiration or at least a bit of grounding in this month of January for 2023. And I just, I'm really excited and grateful for this year ahead of what's to come for Ugly and myself and the great clients that I get to work with and the amazing founders that I get to help support. Um, because I ne- it never ceases to amaze me out of all the now like dozens and dozens of founders that I've worked with and teams that I've built, I have yet to come into a situation that's exactly like one I've been in before. Every business is unique. Every founder has different strengths, um, different way of organizing their thoughts, different way of organizing their goals, different ways of prioritizing their budgets. Just, and it is so interesting because I get the privilege really of learning something totally new and different every time I work with a new founder and a new team. And it's always like such a privilege and such a fantastic process to be a part of. So I'm excited to continue my work and show up for you guys and give you, you know, all of my notes from the front lines, um, working with teams and executing on plans and, you know, running the ads and running the partnerships and what worked and what didn't work. Um, it is like my true joy to be able to do that. So if you get, if you like, like what you're hearing, or if you get any value out of the ideas that I share, or you've, you've found any of these episodes useful, it would mean so, so much to me if you shared the podcast, because my, my vision for myself is to be able to help as many founders as I can. And I have the privilege of having beautiful community here in Miami and founders that I've been working with for many years and and advising, but it's only, you know, that has a limit. I'm only have so many hours in the day to be really consulting and, and advising. And this podcast is a real opportunity for me to help more people. And so if you have a question that you want me to dig into or a problem in your business, in, in marketing that you love to like get a deeper dive on, please like DM me. I'm always on LinkedIn every single day at Victoria Hajar. And I love hearing from you guys because your questions are always awesome. So that's it. Signing off for now, but until next week, just keep moving forward. And remember, you don't have to go fast. You just have to keep going. You did it. You made it to the end of the episode. Thanks for sticking around with me and listening all the way to the end. I really appreciate 
you as an audience member, and I hope that you found this helpful. If you did like this episode, it would mean so, so much to me if you subscribed, if you rate and review this podcast. It helps other people know that this podcast has something worth saying. It also would be super awesome if you could take a screenshot and share on Instagram and tag me at Ugly Ventures, U-G-L-I Ventures, V-E-N-T-U-R-E-S. I am always so appreciative to hear from you, and I hope to see you back here next week on the Marketing for Startups podcast.